Welcome to the Passion Behind the Art Show. It's all about diving in with individuals to learn the story behind their passion. It's your host, Daryl Pinna. Now, I have a bunch of new stuff that I'm planning to do, planning to do a bunch of giveaways. Like, I just want to, I really did a few giveaways leading up to Creative South, and I really enjoy just giving away stuff. So, go to Creative, go to um, passionbehindtheart.com to sign up. And I'm going to be doing exclusive shows and giveaways and discounts and just doing, just giving back to you awesome people that have been listening to this podcast. Thank you for everyone that purchased a shirt from Cotton Bureau, the podcast shirt from Cotton Bureau. Um, Can't wait to see you guys. Once you get your shirt, like share a a pic with you wearing it and you may just get something. Matter of fact, you are. So share a pic which once you get your passion behind the art shirt and something will be on your way. And just t- hashtag passion behind the art or tag the podcast um, handle which is PBTA podcast. All right. So let's jump into this week's episode. Another awesome individual. Hey, Creative South. I have Tom Cox with me. And I'm super excited to have him. This is Daryl from the Passion Behind the Art Show. And without further ado, Tom Cox, welcome. Hey, man, how's it been? I, I see you got a lot going on, a lot of new branding. Um, dude, let's, uh, let's hear about this new branding, what, what, where it came from. And how did this uh, idea start? It's with what I want to do for me. And I feel like this new brand identity for me brings both of those together. Okay, so uh, you got... So how did this little figure, this um, this character that you got going on, how did that come about? Um, that's... Uh, like, I've always been a huge sports fan, collecting stuff. I've got bobbleheads in my office. And one day I was just kind of looking at them, and I was like, you know what would be awesome is if that bobblehead's head just sprung right off, but he just kept going. <laughs> you know, so I call this guy Bob. Oh, cool, cool. And uh, he's, you know, he's been, he's been through some crap, but he just keeps going. Nice, nice. So this is going to be now the official Tom Cox brand. Uh, yeah, part of it. I, I'm planning on doing some more stuff, you know, some more either more characters or more art, you know, to kind of so come along with it. Is it going to be like um, products after that and stuff like that? Possibly. Okay, yeah. okay. Stay tuned. Because I, I, I know we had talked a while back on the first time I had you on my podcast. I know you was like you're, yeah. you were getting ready to venture into the products and yeah uh, that's all like i said that's been the dream for a few years now and it's just me trying to work through it and figure out how that can happen uh, i've got next year i'll have two kids in college so <laughs> balancing the investment risk with products and merch <laughs> and stuff so it's kind of hard to do right now but that's we're working cool, on it man. so so for those who don't know tom cox he's um uh awesome designer 
He's uh he's worked for Coke. He's done he done the branding for Woodcocks, um, Georgia. Um, some of the other well known stuff you may know. You remember that Surge product from Coke? He was the uh, brainchild behind that for the Surge. So so right now you're currently running your own studio. Like, what's the first hour like for our start? First, yeah, the first, first hour. hour. Um. That kind of varies. Um, it depends on how many fires are going. <laughs> you know, how many deadlines are coming up. Uh, I try to start it with working my own on my own stuff. I've, you know, that's kind of been more more and more of a recent habit I've tried to get into. Of, you know what? I know I've got this other stuff to do, but while I'm fresh and focused, I'm going to work on my stuff. Um, Unless it, like I said, it's a deadline or something I've really got to get done, or you know, and you know, there's stuff I do for clients. I still love doing that too. Right. right. So there's days I get up and go, I can't wait to get on that project. Ah. Uh, uh, so we're here at Creative South. Like, what is it about this conference that's got you coming? Um. Well, I've you know I've been around the block a while. Yeah. <laughs> I've been. <laughs> I've been to a few different conferences over the years, and uh, this is the third year in a row I've been to this one, and I've never been to any other conference like it as far as it being so just relaxed and social, and there's no pretense, you know. To me, this is the closest you're going to get to we're all in this together. We're all on the same level. We're all just here to learn and connect and have a good time. And to me, that's refreshing. You know, I just come here to kind of rejuvenate and connect with buddies and, you know. It's, it's, it's funny you say that when you say, like, we're all on the same level. Because, like, outside of Creative South, you know, like, different people are, on, are put on different pedestals. Yeah. And, and different people are not on a pedestal. And what yeah. I've realized, um, just in general, is, like, the social media, it's like... At times, people are seem as higher than they actually are, and it's like because I know people that have a large following and that are not necessarily making any money, and people that don't have a large following are like their head are so much in the dirt that they don't have time to like work on their large social media following. So one thing I like about Creative Soft is that what you said, like everybody's in here on the same level there's now no one higher than anyone and everyone yep. is like just trying to I feel like we're all cheering each other on yeah yeah here, yeah it's like you know? a big cheerleading match going on <laughs> yeah yep so what's like what's your most memorable creative south moment oh wow um probably last year meeting charles anderson because mm. uh the work he was doing in the late 80s early 90s uh, with Duffy Design, Joe Duffy, is what inspired me to... I was actually headed toward a career in advertising, and I saw... I might have mentioned this, I think, on your podcast before, that I saw what he, they were doing with design on a package and how you could build a whole brand in that one moment. Right. And I was like, that's what I want to do. Oh, that's cool. Like, his talk last year was just... That was phenomenal. Dude. Yeah. Like at one point, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I wasn't sure where it was going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wasn't either. Especially with the rats in the silo. 
<laughs> dude, I wasn't sure, man, but yeah. he took it home, and dude, yeah, I, it was amazing. Like it was, it, it, it really was. Just to see the journey, and of of someone starting like him showing that house i didn't get the whole point of him showing that house where he came from but like after yeah. he went through the whole story and to get back to that house it was yeah. just it was just amazing yeah. amazing and even like your story i mean you didn't like jump out of the womb just like oh yeah. you know what i mean yeah and it's just like what would you say is like the most memorable time for you to say you know what like I've come a long way, but I feel like I've done something yeah. worthwhile. Yeah. What, what, what would you say, like, was that time that, do you remember actually when that, you got a, I got an opportunity to step outside of yourself and, like, kind of look back of where you're coming from? Um, for a career yeah. or? Um, life, yeah, yeah. You know, to be honest, I don't know if you heard the speech before this in the auditorium with the the couple that did about the shore, mm-hmm. uh, but they're talking about anxiety yeah, and all bits that and stuff. Pieces. Yeah, so they mentioned something that I, really hit me, and it was like, you know, so many times as creatives and designers, we're trying to um, create something that's going to last beyond us, and I think you can get really hung up on that. And, and literally just now when they were talking about it, I was like, you know what? I've got a wife who knows I love her. I've got two kids. They know how much I love them. I'm good. You know, I, you know, it doesn't, I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. It feels good for people to go, oh, he did Surge. And, yeah. Oh, he did, you know, stuff for Coke. And he's done all this cool stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that makes, I mean, you can't be human and not make, you know, that feel, makes you feel good. True. But you can't. You can't get hung up on that because you're, you're going to get, you know, a client who says, this sucks. What are we, what are we paying you for? <laughs> you know? And you can't get all tied up in that. So, uh, uh, you know, I, as far as making a difference, you know, I hope my design makes a difference. I've done stuff for ministries. I've done stuff for nonprofits that I hope helps, mm-hmm. you know, along the way but um, at the end of the day I just you know my family you know my faith to me that's more important so that's kind of is that what you would say that keeps you grounded to kind of keep you like yeah if you could say I'm grounded then yeah that's it (laughs) (laughs) but I I mean come on that's the that's the the hope you've worked with serious people you've done you've worked on serious projects I'm, I'm I have no idea what it's like to work for the city or design for the city and even what what you did with that um <clears throat> that beverage um what's the, what's the name of Reformation Brewery yeah, yeah. so it's like you've done all these serious things like and you kind of do it in such a like graceful way you're like not, not cocky about it in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, I think that goes back to my time at Coke um, because I started there really young and felt like I had to prove myself. And I think you can get hung up on getting stuck on that loop of I got to keep proving myself. I got to keep proving myself. I got to keep proving myself. And really one of the things I took away from there is 
you know what? These are just people too. I mean, yes, it's Coke. It's the biggest brand in the world. And growing up here in Georgia, that was the dream job. You know, I mean, that is it. <laughs> That's, still it. Uh, yeah. So having gone through that experience of, you know, the super highs of getting hired and achieving some things there to the super lows of feeling like you're not being appreciated to not being recognized to not being paid enough, you know, just to be honest that, uh, it kind of makes you aware that, you know what, these are just people doing their best to, you know, continue to help one of the biggest brands in the world make money for the, all the people that work there, right. you know, it's, right, right, it's a right, job. Right. Makes sense. So right now, what is that gear or that product that you use that you can't live without? What is that thing that you can't live without? Wow. Um, I mean, to be honest, it's just, it's my, my iMac. Your iMac. You know? I mean, that's, you know, I'm old school. I still need a mouse and a monitor. <laughs> hey, dude, I'm the same, man. Yeah. I'm the same. Yeah. So that's, you know, end of the day, if I didn't have that, I'd be out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so what are you most excited about right now? Right now? Yeah. Probably the new stuff I'm working new on, stuff, my identity it. and seeing what I can do with that. Um, probably going to take some of that stuff as far as merch goes and see what I can do with, uh, you know, maybe do some shops like on Society6 and mm. uh, that type of stuff, Redbubble maybe, and some other, there's several out there that okay. are, they seem to have kind of taken a step up in quality, so I feel like. That's an option. Let me see what happens with this. So why are you doing that and not just printing stuff? Do why I? are you doing on-demand and not printing? Not printing it myself? Yeah. Uh, going back to what I was talking about earlier with two kids in college, right, right, right. you know, you kind of got to take that risk of, you know, investing in getting stuff printed and hoping it sells and all that stuff. So right now I'm just going to put it out there on-demand and see what happens. Kind of taking the approach of, if it does well there, if I make a little cash flow with that, I can shift that cash right, flow into right, printing right, my right, own. Right. So you're kind of using that as like a test. Yeah, exactly. Full test market. Because I've done merchandise before, like in 2006 to like 2010, I had like a, a small clothing brand and I had inventory. Yeah. And like at one point, some it was hard to get rid of inventory, man. Yeah, that's another part of my decision on that too is... Even if I did make a small investment on products, if orders start coming in, I have to take time out to fill them. I don't have anybody to really help me and support me to do that. <laughs> so it'd be like I'd be the shipping department and the, you know, fulfillment and the customer service. I don't have time for that right now. Right, right. So I think I've tried out Cotton Bureau. The thing is, you know, they got the time limit, though. You got to, right. like, sell it in, like, two weeks. But, I mean... I think for me personally, when if I'm ever doing products again, that's the route I'm gonna go. Like yeah. to just get rid of like I don't like it was a nightmare dealing with inventory, man. Yeah. It was just a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Uh, yeah, I'm just not in a position, family-wise and life-wise, right now to take that on. So. Okay. But I'm excited about what I'm creating, so I want to get it out there yeah. and just you know hopefully people enjoy it as much as I do and. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I like it, man. I like the eyeball. I like the the little man. Like, 
it, it, I love what you're doing, man. I love the new move of everything you're doing. So, I mean, like. Well, I've got I'm, another piece that I'm about to introduce, too. I think I'll have a, I've got a shirt I'll be probably wearing the next day or two with a heart oh. that I've done. That, so uh, you're going to be doing, like, is it like series of stuff like that? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, or at least build up a. I'm kind of looking at it like a fashion thing, like you have a season of mm. stuff, you know, and we'll see how that goes. And then when I have some other thoughts or ideas, I'll do a whole nother. So is that is this like the Coke in you coming out? I think so, yeah. <laughs> this is, a, you know, this is a, just I got to get it out. Oh, man, that is, <laughs> that is hilarious. It's just, but for some reason, it's just like I saw the little head and then I saw the tea, um, and then how you intertwine the Tom and the Cox, and it's just like, it was just like one thing after the other, then the, the, the monogram TC, and then it's like, so it's just like, you've got this framework built in you now, and it's just like, it's just coming out with a system, not just like one piece, you're like, yeah, it's a uh, Yeah, it's one of the, it's, it's, it's I can't. I guess it's ingrained in me from the Coke days of, as you're creating, you're thinking, what comes out first, what do you introduce second, you know, how do you build the momentum, how do you keep it moving, and so that's what I'm doing with this. Oh, awesome, awesome. So, what advice? What fresh? What 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 advice would you have right now that's pumping through Tom Cox for creatives? Um. I would say be optimistic. I think this is a time that we can actually make uh, we can make some dreams come true. I think there's more opportunity now than there have been since I've been in the business, and that's going on 20-something, 20 25 years plus. Um, I mean, when, like some, I think uh, Jamal that spoke this morning mentioned earlier, you know, there was no Internet when I started this. There was barely computers, <laughs> so. Still remember that dial-up. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you know, sitting there waiting forever, you know. But that's amazing, cause like you're a vet in the industry, and it's like you are. I'm not sure what number this is, but you're like going for another um, turn, like another pivot yeah. in your career, and it's like. You're still talking about dreams, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like in this day and age, that's what the internet has created. Like Exactly. Well, like, you know, a lot of people don't like to talk about their age, but I just hit 50. And I do kind of feel like a fresh start. You know, it's time for, you know, it's time to stop waiting. It's time to do it. Um, I, I've spoken with Robert McClurkin my good friend about this off and on for years is you know we've kind of feel like the young guys got an advantage on us when the social media and everything kind of took off because we that we just you know out of ignorance ignored it for too many years and then tried to catch up and now we you know we're doing what we can but you know it's uh so yeah how, there, how can you speak to someone in your bracket to like like, why they should stop ignoring it, and like, what can and the things that it advantages that it can create. 
Well, I think they should stop ignoring it, one, because it's free for the most part. So why not take advantage of it? Uh, number two, you're going you're gonna to connect with people that is going to provide opportunity that you didn't even know was there. Um, so, yeah, to me, that's the advice of, you know, go to things like this. Go to things like Small Town Creatives. Go to whatever you is in your area that you can get to and connect with people. And then connect with them online. Right, you right. Know? I mean, it's... Because that's kind of like what we did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's, that, that's kind of what, like yep. what we did. So what is, what is coming for the new season of Small Town Critics? Because I know you took a little break. We've taken a little break. Um, we're probably going to start it back up here in the next couple months. We don't have exact details yet. But, um, you know, we just want to keep it going. Just be a, an opportunity for people to connect, you know. And uh, that's just kind of the... the that's just kind of the short mission right now amongst all this other stuff we have going on. But we still see there's value in it for people. We, we've seen people connect and, you know, opportunities happen for people. So we know there's value there. We know that there's something good there that we need to try to keep going. I mean, we kind of see it as a very, very many, 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 many version of what Mike is doing here. And I, I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I, I'm definitely going to be trying to. Although he does it way better. He's also had a lot of years to practice and, yeah. and, and, yeah. and get it right. Has, and yeah. I think, like, to me, like, this conference, like, it's changed so much for me. It's changed a lot for me. And, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm blessed to, 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 to be a part of this conference. And I'm blessed to know the people that are, are a part of it and to know that the people that run it and are the driving force are people of faith. That's a big deal to me. Like, we are setting a standard. The great thing I love about it is there's people of faith here and they feel comfortable, you know, and in this environment, but there's also people who are not and they feel comfortable. And it's funny. I was talking to someone yesterday about that um, and what I really appreciate is the mix of people of not the people that are of faith and people that are not of faith, and there's no one trying to disrespect. Yeah, there's anyone. no pressure. There's and no you know I mean? disrespect. Yeah, yeah. Especially like you think, okay, you, somebody's not of faith. Like they're just as respectful of what's going on. You know what I mean? And that's what I love. It, I don't know how he's done it because there are there are tons of other organizations that's driven by religion. Forget the creative industry for a minute. This is just this is just humans getting along. And they it's they're struggling with being able to do what he has done here and it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome. So what what can we expect from Tom in the near future? More products, more designs for more products more stuff i've got uh i've got a few uh brand projects i've been working on for clients that i'm hoping we're gonna we're close to wrapping up that i can actually start showing and uh some stuff i'm excited about on that end and uh so yeah just hopefully more of the same awesome man awesome so where can people go to learn about what tom cox is doing uh tomcoxdesign.com or at tomcoxdesign on all the socials well, Tom, I really appreciate you doing this again. Um, uh, as I said, I love what you're doing, man. I really appreciate you. I appreciate your insight. I appreciate everything that you have to offer. Well, thanks, Gerald. I appreciate you. All right, man. Thanks. Yep. 
Well, that was Tom Cox, um, awesome designer, awesome man, a good family man, and an awesome person to be around. Uh, I just want to thank Tom for taking the time out to come on the Passion Behind the Art show here live at Creative Self. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Go to passionbeyondtheart.com to learn more about what's going on and to be a part of the Facebook group, the giveaways, and much more, especially the in-depth shows that's coming up. Those will be exclusive shows. They'll be very in-depth to a particular subject matter. All right, so go to passionbeyondtheart.com. Be blessed.